fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but, you know, something about shoving a microphone up my ass. Doesn't get more golden than that. Yeah, lots of nuggets up there. Get it? Poop. Because it's in my butt. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways. Hey, what's up? This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this will be our first episode back after Power Rangers Month. I don't know why I said back, because it'll just be, like, the first episode after Power Rangers Month. So, I bet you enjoyed Power Rangers Month, because so did we. You know what? We haven't even recorded it yet, but that's okay. I think we've settled into the meta stuff by now. We just have no ability to... Keep up a facade of any kind whatsoever. This could be the longest fucking night of our lives, everybody. So here we go. (laughs) I literally moved my head and my headphones just fell right off me. And I just had to flip them around and do a bunch of stuff. So if you hear some weird shit on the recording, that's what that was. So that's just sort of a perfect introduction to this (laughs) headphone flip of a movie nice segue we're going to talk about this this movie called surf 2 now as everybody knows it's the sequel to the perennial classic surf 1 and the prequel to (laughs) surf 3 the domination i'm just kidding neither of those movies exist there's no surf 1 there's no surf 3 there's just surf 2 i don't know why i'm sure there's some funny inside joke that the director thought he was being all clever i don't know if you know or listen to the commentary or whatever yet did you look at the uh at the flip side cover art of your vinegar syndrome blu-ray i did not if you do you'll see that the the tagline for the movie is the end of the trilogy yeah oh yeah i did see i saw that on uh on wikipedia a few minutes ago when i looked it up oh okay and i forgot already because that's that's where i'm at today so yeah surf 2 uh apparently came out in 1984 directed the by a guy for movies <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> directed by a guy called randall bad bad at b-a-d-a-t i don't know what the fuck let's see really quick i didn't look at his imdb so let's see what else yikes okay he directed surf 2 yeah and that's it he did the story slash teleplay on war games the dead code the straight to video sequel that came out in 2008 and he wrote the cutting edge three chasing the dream is hot that? damn oh no that's not, i thought that was Lacey chabert i saw oh it's christy carlson romano though yep fucking wren from uh even stevens of course okay you know who that is i do i need to start by the way by apologizing to you because you didn't watch the director's cut at all did you yet no i watched it the first night and then i'm like you know what that's too long uh, i think we'll just do the theatrical cut and call it good because it's 20 minutes shorter than the director's cut no shit there's a yeah they tag 20 extra minutes into this movie yeah holy and shit it makes it play like a movie actually and it, it's <laughs> really? a little better so when i watch the director's cut i'm like huh no i kind of like this and then i watch the, the theatrical cut and i'm like hey i kind of like this less now i'm curious how i'm gonna feel about that because i've only watched the theatrical cut and i've watched it twice now and i quite enjoyed it it's very weird and very hard to follow but uh it's one of those movies where there's so much going on that you kind of can't help but be entertained by it oh yeah there, there's something in every scene like right at the beginning though the theatrical cut has that opening crawl that basically tells you the plot of the movie you're about to watch yeah that does not happen in the in the director's cut oh like you could tell the director was better 
than what they allowed him to do with the theatrical cut. That is strange because this movie looks like it had a budget of about $14 aside from the soundtrack. Well, I was going to say this movie, it, it seemed like somebody was trying real hard to make it a big deal because of <laughs> because of the music and the guest stars and stuff. Well, specifically two guest stars. One of them gets cut out of the theatrical cut and he's probably really? the Who's most... Really? Dick Dale. He's probably one of the most important. He, he'd be like, why'd they cut him out of the theatrical cut and leave that ska oh, band wow. that I don't know who they are in it yeah that that was really weird i did not realize ska existed that far back because that <laughs> was a full-on ska band uh yeah uh really quick i'm gonna google that shit who's the ska band we're going to the straight to the three-quarter mark of this movie yeah no shit it it's fine it's uh, it's okay <laughs> it's all right that's you kind of feel like you start at the three-quarter mark anyway okay i can't fucking figure out who it is that's annoying orange county ska what the untouchables is that who it is the band appeared, yeah, it's The Untouchables. Yeah. The band appeared in the 1984 film Surf 2 performing Dance Pete, so it was The Untouchables. Yep, we got there. I got there. I got there. Did you not hear me Absolutely. say, yeah, hey, it was The Untouchables? No, I missed it. <laughs> I literally said that. I completely that. missed that. You literally said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wow. I am not on the ball today. Okay, that's not a good sign. Nope, it's going to be okay, though, because that that's kind of what this movie's like. So this movie, it, it plays kind of like trauma light. Like, it's it's got the absurdity and, like, over-the-top acting that Troma has, but way less blood, guts, and boobs. Even though the gratuitous fucking nudity is amped way, way up in the theatrical cut. Oh, really? Yeah. So they they tamed that down for the director's cut. Yeah, and yet it's still 20 minutes longer. Huh. They must have cut a lot because there's a lot of gratuitous nudity. Nudity. Not as much as a Troma movie, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I feel like there was just like, hey, look at this girl's boobs. Hey, look at this girl's boobs. And there was a lot of that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's at least at least six or seven of those throughout the movie yeah it was really like, weird like not even relate not even story related just like boom here's some boobs no it's like watching the director's cut of sex drive right where they just superimpose yeah. the girls on the screen it has nothing to do with anything <laughs> yeah exactly that's the perfect parallel actually which is that's fine exactly what it feels like i like oh, no, boobs, for but it. like do you need to the funny thing is is i feel like there are moments in this movie where you feel like the director actually did have a vision like the whole thing with bob and chuck's parents can you relate those well well those <laughs> those parallel shots where it shows both houses you know like mashed against each other that was so fucking weird but yeah they're doing the exact same thing and the, both of the wives are saying the exact lines both of the husbands are saying the exact lines both of the boys are saying the exact lines it's very strange yeah very uh eventually they do that same thing again but then they start cutting back and forth instead of just doing that mirror shot yeah still yeah. weird though. it's but even when they're cutting back and forth they're cutting back from line to line yeah yeah you know so like it's one couple asks a question and the other couple answers it, you know. So the director had a vision. I I said to you, I think, or maybe I didn't say it to you. Maybe I said it to one of my kids or something. But this movie is what I think it would look like if Savage Steve Holland decided to make his take on Repo Man. Okay, well, you brought that up again, and I don't know who you said. Better Off Dead was the only movie that I remember you bringing up from that guy. Uh, Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer are the two movies of his that I know. Okay, Better Off Dead I've seen. I don't fuck can remember it i watched it a long time ago i bought the dvd at a pawn shop because i'm like oh i'm gonna watch this again and i never did okay let me see if i can let me see if i can find some more i know he did some tv stuff too director 44 credits so he's done a bit uh he did his first movie was better off dead and then one crazy summer he did how i got into college i don't know if you ever saw that one nope 
He did Encyclopedia Brown, eight I... episodes of Encyclopedia Brown. What is that? I remember the name of that. What the hell is that? It was an adaptation of these kids' books from the 1980s. Oh, that's probably well, why uh, I remember that name then. 1989 oh. to 1991, it looks like it ran. Oh, so yeah, I, I definitely probably uh, came across it at some point. He directed some Lizzie McGuire. Okay, I know that one. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. Fuck yeah. Oh, did he do that? <laughs> yeah, a couple episodes. I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, The Puzzle Place? I remember that. That. He did some fairly odd parents. Shasta McNasty. What the fuck? <laughs> Slacker dudes who also make up the rap rock band Shasta. Instead of working on their music, they spend most of their time hanging out on Venice Beach, trying to score dates, finding new ways to stall the pizza delivery guy, and generally being mediocre. That sounds terrible, and I kind of want to look at it and see what happens. That sounds like my life. Oh, look, he directed three episodes of Even Stevens also. You skipped right over that shit. I apparently did. Anyway, suffice to say, he, he has a style. It's a very particular style, and this movie would dovetail nicely into, you know, if you were doing a triple feature of Better Off Dead, One Crazy Crazy Summer and Surf 2, I don't think people would notice the difference. Aside from there's more gratuitous nudity in this. He fucking went right off the rails and just did a bunch of family TV movies, too. This is weird. Did he go right off the rails or was that his intention all along? Uh, who, who knows? knows? Who, who knows? Say? Because from even Stevens onward, he does nothing but family friendly TV shows and movies. I have no idea, but uh, we'll have to have him on the show sometime. Steve, give us a call. Not dead, is he? I don't think so. Nope, not yet. We'll do a How I Got Into College episode. Sure, let's do it. You want to talk about this piece of shit now? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like how from your viewing of the director's cut to your viewing of the theatrical cut, it became a piece of shit. (laughs) Well, it wasn't not a piece of shit when I watched the director's cut also. I just liked it better. (laughs) You should hear some of the people like, I'm on a uh, vinegar syndrome page on facebook these people these collectors by the way are some of the most pretentious idiots i've ever met in my life and they're so annoying i don't know why i stay on there it's mostly because i get they they inform me very quickly about like new releases and shit but some of these guys are like oh man the slip cover this slip cover has a little ding in it it's a slip cover it is a slip cover slip cover slip cover guy slip cover can i get a slip cover is you are you selling a slip cover slip cover right slip cover And I'm like, yeah, slipcovers are cool. And I'm glad I got a Surf 2 copy with a slipcover because that slipcover is the best part of the whole fucking thing. It is a pretty awesome (laughs) slipcover. It's really cool. I like it. It looks like a bizarre parallel universe version of Grand Theft Auto. Doesn't it? It looks like Class of Newcomb High without Lloyd Kaufman's influence a little bit. Because this, this came out before Troma really hit it, too. This Toxic Avenger wouldn't it came out the same year, I think. Oh, speaking of which, do you have that uh, Toxic Avenger collection Blu-ray? I don't have the Blu-ray, but I have the, I have it on DVD. Because if you're looking to upgrade, uh, I just saw that Hamilton Books has the collection for $29.99. I know. I saw that last time I was on there, and I decided not to for some reason. I bought the Blu-rays for my nephew, though, so he has them. I might one of these days. Toxic Avenger is definitely the most accessible Troma movie. Yes. Having watched Poultry Geist, <laughs> um, I'm calling bullshit on that one. Not an entry that point. Their most, <laughs> that may be their most well-reviewed, but holy fuck, you need to be prepared for that shit. <laughs> if you want to know more about that, go listen to our episode on that shit. Speaking of, I gotta say, the gross-out eating scenes in this movie were fucking gross. They were very gross. Yeah, every time they do an e- eating gross-out, I just like bark in the back <laughs> of my mouth a little bit because they have that. They have that first one where Jocko drinks the quote-unquote motor oil that is not only blue but has lumps in it. <laughs> like, 
who the fuck is creating blue motor oil that's chunky but it's a disgusting scene just because oh, oh god oh, i got the shivers just thinking about it it's so fucking gross it gets worse than and he that, just though <laughs> and he just goes for it yeah and then they have the scene where jocko and that other surf zombie guy Be- they eat the frogs beaker no becker becker is his name oh becker yeah yep that's right becker because the guy says let go of that beaker becker yeah. let go of that becker beaker and it's so fat it's funny that that made me laugh a little bit because <laughs> their principal is principal daddy-o oh that's right principal daddy-o <laughs> Who gets way more screen time than he would have otherwise justified, specifically because he's played by Cleavon Little, the star of Blazing Saddles. Which, what year did Blazing Saddles come out? Oh, it, uh, it was definitely the 70s. I'm not sure how far into the 70s it was. Oh, 74. Okay, yep. 74. Okay, actually, that was, yeah, that was actually what I thought. But then I was like, oh, that might be too early. Nope, 74. There you go. Uh, when I get home and nobody's home, sometimes I'll text Rachel and say, where are all the white women at? <laughs> I don't know why I do that. I don't really think that movie's funny, but I thought that part was funny. You don't think that movie's funny? Again, it's another one I only watched once, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just watched it uh, like a month ago with Storm, and I don't know. I don't think he thought it was terribly funny either, but it gets funnier every time I watch it personally. Maybe you're just a bad person. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You. Suffice to say, uh, Cleavon Little is easily the second best part of that movie. Of Blazing Saddles? Yeah, because, I mean, let's face it, Gene Wilder, he's the best part of just about anything he's in. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. (laughs) You know, but I also, I am also not the hugest fan of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory anymore. That movie's just too fucking weird for me these days, and the Oompa Loompas freak me out. I haven't tried watching it this century, I don't think. I think the last time I watched it was in the 90s. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's unnerving. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are so fucking weird and those songs are so dark and disturbing sounding that it just it's upsetting i'll have to give that another watch because i don't know gene wilder like every time i watch something with him i'm just captivated by the man even even his kind of shitty stuff like those 80s comedies he was in you know which all of them are kind of shitty they're not they're not like outright terrible but they're all just a little shitty young frankenstein which i don't know when no, that came out no fuck so. you that's a 70s one <laughs> no it? i'm talking about like i'm talking about like the um you know like the mainstream comedies he did in the 80s like good lord how many fucking movies did that asshole release in 1974 <laughs> what asshole mel brooks he released multiple movies in 1974 young frankenstein also came out in 1974 yeah no shit yeah weird i did not know that well now i'm gonna imdb mel brooks so that we can further delay this podcast <laughs> are we are you trying hard to avoid talking about this movie too no but you are so i'm I not i'm not i said we sh- i said we should start but i keep getting sidetracked because i'm having a really hard time focusing today and that's fine again this movie doesn't have much of a purpose or plot or reason for existing so fine he released three movies in 1974 oh jesus blazing Saddles, free to be you and me oh no excuse me these are these are movies he performed in in 1974 let me let me see uh director here we go 1974 uh blazing just blazing saddles in young frankenstein that's still a lot yeah it definitely is and then it took him two years to get silent movie out oh man have you seen silent movie no it's not his best work uh i've seen blazing saddles and young frankenstein and space balls and robin hood men in tights well you should definitely see the producers man the producers is fantastic again gene wilder potentially potentially i'm not completely ruling it out because i do like gene wilder so i didn't love silent movie or high anxiety history of the world part one did have some some genuinely hilarious stuff in it uh and space balls i will always have a deep 
deep affection for. I've never even heard of Life Stinks. I've seen that cover though. I swear I have. So we're both ah, doing man. that thing where we're like, oh, he, it, he uh, probably we've probably heard of it. We just don't remember because nobody cares. Yeah. Let's start talking about Surf Two: The Domination. Right after, right after that opening crawl, which we did talk about an opening crawl like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it the crawl basically says back in the old days there were surfers, which was awesome, and then Menlo Schwartz came along and had to get revenge on the surfers. The end. Yeah, that's his name. I keep calling him Eugene. Excuse me. It's not Menlo Schwartz. It's Menlo Schwartzer. Yeah, Schwartzer. Yes. But yeah, no, I keep on just calling him Eugene because he was in Greece and he's top build. So he was like the most famous person in the movie, I guess, at the time. Because <laughs> he was in Greece. Like, yeah, they, they really make a big deal out of him. He's top build in all of it. It's fucking weird. I mean, I'll say this for him. He's the only character who has A, a personality <laughs> and B, contributes to the plot in some way. So, you know, I understand why he's top build. We'll make fun of his other movie his other big movies in a, in, a, in a minute though because i need to do that because i don't think we're ever going to actually cover them on the show because i don't want to <laughs> eddie Deason, aka menlo schwarzer he really is the definition of what it meant to be a nerd in the 1980s like he is what everybody who said the word nerd <laughs> in the 1980s was thinking of was eddie Deason. that's what they were thinking of yeah yeah um I can't think of a better nerd character, like definitely, at least not off the top of my head, you know? And every time I see his name, Eddie Deason, all I can think of is Eddie Deason nuts. Of course you'd think that. Because I'm so damn clever. There are a lot of names in this movie that are kind of like that, if I recall correctly. Uh, yeah. Spark. Corinne Borer. Chief Boyardee. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about character names. Detective Underwear. Inspector Underpants. Inspector Underwear. Under Underwear. Let's talk about these unnamed surfers for they're they're, they're unnamed. Yeah, no, they're unnamed. The they're unnamed. Uh, no, it's Chuck and Bob. That's no these 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 which, two get pulled under the fucking oh the, oh you talk oh, the actual the first, the first surfers. surfers. Yeah, it becomes important, but it happens really quick. The, there's these two surfers acting like assholes, and they're not really surfing yet, but they're going to. But then these lights appear from underneath the water, and it looks like an alien ship is going to rise out of it. But no, they get sucked under the water and then it's the credits or no the credits happen before the water but before the lights under the water but still it doesn't fucking matter then we basically hear that uh two surfers got killed last night on the surf beach (laughs) yeah apparently there's only one surf beach so this scene's we we meet our main characters we meet eric stoltz and the other guy and then this girl jeffrey rogers okay yes and then this lady named corinne corinne borer like you you brought up who apparently i grew up watching without really knowing it Uh, you've seen her before but you don't know who she is yeah i don't know her name but she was in she was an extra in an episode of mr show that's for you oh really uh, hey she was in under wraps a disney channel original movie and star kid i don't know if you've heard about star kid i did hear about star kid that starred the kid from jurassic park yes yes it did and she was in that i haven't seen it she was the mom in phantom of the megaplex another disney channel original movie you know what she looks like she looks like a single mom i would like to hook up with in this movie especially she was so fucking cute back in the day. She's like cute now, but like she's super cute back then. But she does have a real single mom thing going on. She, to her. she like, really I don't does. know what it is. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. I got my single mom kink. So you got you got some fucking hangups over there. You need to put it back in your pants. Uh, 
But we also meet this character. They call him Big Head or Fat Head. His name Big is, Head. His name's Johnny. He chews through the fence, and I don't really see what I don't know what the point of that was. I think they were trying to escape or something. I think the gag with him is that he's fat and will eat anything. So they point at the fence and have him eat through the fence because they're trying to get out of this school marching band display or it's something. Like, yeah, a school about. assembly kind of thing. Yeah, but it's outside. I don't know. All of my school assemblies were inside. This one appears to be taking place on the football field. Did you live in California? I did not live in there California. You go. That's a fair Everything point. happens outside in California. Your logic is flawless. Yeah, I know. Now, um, they don't even have I got houses a quiz there. for you. Do you know that Bob has made an appearance on this show before? Bob Although has? not all of our listeners may know this. Bob aka jeffrey rogers oh there it is you you found it no wait no no you didn't nope that's not the one no, but, okay no, nope nope this is not the weird science connection nope but no jeffrey rogers who played bob he starred as the guy who gets split from the dick up or down depending on your perspective in friday the 13th part three yes but oh well here i can make i can give you a weird science connection that's not the one that you really is there a bob weird science connection uh yeah he was actually in <laughs> doesn't really count he was in archived footage in friday the 13th the final chapter which is where that chick is from weird science so there you go tentative tentative sure but okay i got uh, there no you know what it's technically a two degree connection so i have <laughs> to give you that one but he didn't really star in that movie no it was no just archive footage so that's like half uh, a point. whereas whereas the two-degree connection that I have actually does involve characters who had actual lines in the movies we're talking about. Ooh, that excites me. Now I, I now I still don't know. I thought I, thought I figured it out. Nope, but that was a good guess. Uh, and I'm surprised you found a second two-degree connection to Weird Science. That is that is impressive. You have a, a real gift for it, my friend. <laughs> no, that's like our one thing that, that we can do better than anybody else. We can find Weird Science connections, and that was just an accident <laughs> because we just happened to fucking watch a million movies with all these Weird Science people <laughs> that's fucking weird i don't know how that happened i so. guess we have a type anyway i'll leave it i'll leave it for a little bit longer okay. to okay. see if you figure it out oh i'm excited fuck so the principal tries telling all these kids you know since since those two surfers are killed or whatever disappeared or some shit he's like you're not going to the surfing beach but there's he's been these two assholes fucking screaming at the principal the whole time <laughs> like i can't one hear whom, you what the fuck one of whom uh is jocko who is cindy and lindy's brother oh it is it is those two isn't it so then the other one yeah. is Beaker, and then. jocko actually starred in a kind of cool movie he played the killer in pop Popcorn. Pot corn? You... Popcorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Remember the movie from the 80s? Buy a bag. Go home in a box. No. I do not, but that kind of sounds awesome. Well, he was in it. Jocko O'Finley. Oh! Now I'm wondering if he was in Weird Science. Well, we're going to check, aren't we? He wasn't in Weird Science, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was in One Crazy Summer, so there is a sta savage Steve Holland connection. Uh, he was in the in in the army now. Oh wow, really? He was also in Greece too. Yeah, but what's his name? D's nuts was uh, he was in Greece one, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was in Greece one and two. Yep. Oh, he was in two as well. Yeah, he I, he showed I did up not there. know that. My girl, the Golden Girls. All right, I can't find anything on him. Oh, he died in 1994. What the fuck? Oh wow, he was young. Yeah, he was Holy only shit. 40. What a bummer. Wow, oh, oh, that's too bad will show him lots of respect by making fun of him in this movie for sure because that's what we do when we care i think based on the movies he was in i think he would i think he would have wanted it that way good because that's the way it's gonna be i don't think i'm gonna be able to not <laughs>
So these two assholes, like once the once the principal says something about surfing, they're like surfs up, and then everybody fucking runs. But then they uh, oh the beach is closed by the way. They say that the, the beach is closed down. So all the everybody just takes off and busts out of the school, and then they go down to the beach, and they're trying to you know they're trying to get around all the barriers and stuff. And Chief Boyardee and Inspector Underwear is that his name or Deputy Underwear or whatever? I think he originally said Inspector Underwear. It's in the covers as covers it's in the credits as deputy, deputy underwear, underwear but i yep. distinctly recall him saying inspector underwear and i couldn't tell you if you're right or wrong because i don't remember no he said inspector underwear because it sounds like inspect her underwear and so i remembered it <laughs> boy these guys are really mature <laughs> Yeah, this is the level of comedy we're working with here. I think it's kind of funny that when Chief Boyardee gets out, gets out of his car, he he like points off into the distance. He's like, "Hey, what's that?" Then everybody turns their heads and he zips up his fly. <laughs> and then they all turn I back and he's that. like, "He's like, it could have been a sub. You never know." <laughs> oh, that's right. I missed that on my second viewing. I now that you've pointed it out, I remember it from my first. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what we're dealing with here. The beach is closed and the 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 chief is like, "You, Mr. Principal, you have to figure out a way that you have to keep all these kids in school and off the beach." He's like, "I can't. It's the weekend." And he's like, "Well, that's your fucking problem. Figure it out." <laughs> Oh, and then boy. I don't know what sparks it, but they all the kids just bust through and go fucking in the water anyways. Oh, the the chief says, all right, clear the area. Oh, They're yeah. like, all right, dudes, let's bail. Eric Stoltz, all right, let's bail. And they all head for the water. He's like, oh, that's not what I meant. Eric Stoltz is kind of the fucking best. <laughs> Except he doesn't really have anything to do in this movie. I'm not saying he he's the best in this movie. I'm just saying I, <laughs> I like Eric Stoltz. <laughs> I completely agree. I love Eric Stoltz. For example, in uh, Kicking and Screaming, which you've brought up multiple times, oh, yeah. he's fantastic. Anyway, he doesn't have shit to do in this movie, though. No, like seriously, he is—he's like technically the star—the star of the movie in the sense of he seems to be the one that the camera is pointing to as the protagonist. Yes, him and Jeffrey Rogers, who plays his sidekick Bob, who got killed in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. They're they're kind of the main characters but they don't actually do anything that contributes to the furthering of the story aside from i guess the only thing they do is at the end they're like hey everybody there's a underwater base out there and that guy's making buzz cola and trying to turn everybody into zombies and then you know like nothing really happens they get taken out there you know but it's not like the crowd suddenly is on their side and they go storm the underground fort un un underground base or something like that they just the zombies turn on them and drag them all down there and and then they don't do anything. Big Head loses his fucking mind and ends up destroying the underground base or underwater base. Yes. So they, they don't really contribute in any meaningful way to this story. It should be noted. Big Head was already down there. Yes. They did not. He didn't get down there because of them. So he was already down there, was already going to do what he was going to do. <laughs> So, yeah, so the the fucking day is saved by a tertiary character that kind of shows up to be gross and say a bow bow. He's the only one with a catchphrase, too. <laughs> he's not even in the opening credits. Is he not really? No, he's the, the top of the end credits and oh. the end credits oh, yeah. is all the people who weren't in the opening credits. What the fuck? OK, this movie's weird. It gets even weirder <laughs> here. They go to the arcade, which kids an arcade is a, is a cool place where you used to hang out to play video games because they didn't have great video games at home not in the early 80s we had atari and shit but i don't think that was that great said you had to use your imagination and shit fuck that this is the first scene where i noticed that they actually had some real licensed music oh uh, yeah you noticed and mexican I, radio huh 
Yeah, exactly. And I was like, holy fuck, did they actually pay to license this? Or is this some bootleg shit I'm watching? Because that's what it felt like. It Kinda. felt like it was a student film or something like that, that they must have just bootlegged some music onto. Yeah, and I like that song a lot, too. Yeah, it's a good song. Well, who, what's the band? I can't fucking remember. Oh, fuck. Don't ask me that one, man. I, I don't remember. Todd in the but Shadows does a good one-hit wonder episode on the band. It, it's it's interesting. Check that shit out. I know they always come up on, uh you know, 80s, you know, whenever a pop radio station will have an 80s hour there's a good chance mexican radio will come up on it oh it's wall of voodoo yeah i couldn't have told you that if my life depended on it or authority zero if you're an asshole because <laughs> well they, they do i am an asshole so i guess it's authority zero <laughs> yeah they authority zero is a punk band they do a cover of it so all the protagonists are there and they're hanging out and this the new girl shows up we forgot to mention that there's this hot chick who walks by at the assembly and the boys are all like hey she's hot ha 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 she's a girl what's that dumb bullshit and that's sparkle played by linda carriage from fade to black if hey, we've got any fade to black fans out there if you're listening to an episode about surf 2 you probably do vinegar syndrome stuff and so you probably have fade to black there's a there's a good chance of that you know i i actually uh searched podbean for surf too and couldn't find a a single match so this might be holy the only podcast about surf two ever oh my god we better fucking buck up dude didn't know we had to bring our a game to this one did she uh is followed by the weird punk zombie guys that's what i'm calling them they're punks also zombies also dudes i don't know one of them uses his head to bust into a soda machine and pull out buzz cola and he opens it with his eye which is super gross and weird and i don't know how people do that (laughs) and big head looks at him and goes must be from la a bow bow (laughs) which makes no fucking sense I don't. He just <laughs> big heads just like this is my catchphrase now about 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 yep he'll say it a couple more times and i kind of like it though it, it's fun to say like he shouts that just as he's destroying the, <laughs> he the fucking ambulance bunker thing. at the end of the thing. <laughs> oh oh and that thing oh yeah but he also says it when he he drives that out of order ambulance thing in the middle of the arcade oh, what the fuck is that thing is that it's a game? An arcade game called ambulance they made it up for the movie clearly it's i've never heard of it before but it's in the you know it's it's clearly one of those sit down in front of a steering wheel arcade machines but (laughs) they're like he he sits down in it and they're like hey big head it's out of order he's like i don't care i can't read and he throws the (laughs) sign aside and the iq thing he's like i have an iq of or he has an iq of 53 and she's like how'd you manage that he's like i cheated And then he's, uh, he just goes, a bow bow, and then the ambulance machine drives off down the, down the aisle of the uh, arcade. See, now I can't stop saying it because it is that is a fun catchphrase. A bow bow. It's fun, right? <laughs> I like it. That's my favorite part of the I, movie right there, a bow bow. I have a feeling Rachel and the girls are about to get real sick of that one. <laughs> <laughs> as, the, as they do. So this is intercut, by the way, with two assholes in Buzz Cola hats sitting down. It looks like a weird basement thing, and they're watching Dr. Jekyll mr hyde nothing really comes of it is that what they're watching yes oh so the director was doing a subtext thing all right oh yeah hey that he was spoiler alert for the listeners it turns out buzz cola is being used by menlo schwarzer to turn these surfers into surf zombies because he's jealous that he's not cool enough to be a surfer well there's deeper reasoning than that the some surfers some surfers also spiked his coda cola coda his (laughs) cola with a 
sex reversing <laughs> hormone or some shit? Yes, sex reversing hormone, which he illustrates by pulling up his shirt and revealing a bikini underneath. It's really Mind hard you. to go surfing with tits or whatever. <laughs> when you're the only guy with tits. Okay, which brings me to a point about this movie. You know, ogling chicks is like fine. It's allowed. Like, maybe not ogling, but if they're on the screen, that's what they're there for. But okay. this movie didn't come off as super problematic or anything, which a lot of 80s comedies do. There's nothing. Nobody's nobody's being racist. There's a little thing about beans and the guys wearing a fucking sombrero and shit. But that's a little that's a little weird. <laughs> it's way milder than I expected it to be. I'll say yes. That. The only the when only I... thing. Yeah. The only thing that really gave me the issues is the end when everybody starts like I have tits and then the two dads turn into women sort of. Yeah, it's a little weird. But yeah, it is surprisingly um, like there are a lot of tits on display, a lot of, you know, a lot of flashing. There's even, you know, some inadvertent tit reveals and stuff, but none of it's like straight up sexual assaulty. It's all like kind of accidental. Yeah. Yeah. They're just kind of there. Um, which, uh, again, like for the 80s is almost unheard of. Yeah. It's just kind of like, hey, look at this. Cool. Let's get back to it now. So in that sense, this movie has aged a lot better than many of its contemporaries. But that's, you know, that's a sidetrack. Back to the arcade, though, really quick. Sparkle is essentially trying to get all these boys, all these surfer boys to go with her. We don't know why technically yet. I do. <laughs> Eric Stoltz and his buddy are like they're they're into her kind of, and they're they're <laughs> they remember her name, and the girlfriends are all like, "You guys can't even remember our names and shit." But yeah, Jocko and Becker end up going with her, and they're like, "We're gonna go night surfing." And then I just say they go night surfing, lights and dead. You know the lights underneath the thing yep that's a really creepy effect by the way like as somebody who has some some underwater monster fear you know just a little bit just enough to make sure that i never go into a natural water formation for the rest of my life that's a little bit terrifying when those lights come on under the water and then the water starts bubbling even if i were on a controlled set you know <laughs> as part of making a movie and i knew it was coming and that should happen i think i would shit myself it is a pretty good effect i'm like shit that should have been a a better movie yeah seriously <laughs> so let's cut to the villain layer for a minute so let's make fun of eugene what's his fucking name menlo schwarzer or the actor's name eddie Deason. eddie Deason. there we go menlo schwarzer yes let's talk about greece for like two seconds because i fucking hate greece yeah I who did hate he play so greece he was eugene that's why i keep on calling him eugene he was yeah, the nerdy which eugene. character was eugene the super nerdy kid he's basically playing the well, exact same character as he is here the yeah. fact that eddie Deason plays him I pretty much know he's the super nerdy kid. I'm like trying to think like, did he do have something significant to do in Greece? No, I've only ever seen the stage play. I've never actually oh, watched the movie really? start to finish. No, he just kind of shows up and does dorky shit and makes dumb faces. And then the guys like throw pies in his face and make fun of him. Okay. So he's not one of Travolta's boys. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> he's the guy that they make fun of and it's perfectly okay because the T-Birds are cool. Ugh. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. But I don't like it. I don't like the music. I don't like John Travolta, really. Olivia Newton-John's fine. It's like, it's fine if you're into that sort of thing. But cut to a few years later, I prefer Grease 2. And I know it's like technically the worst movie, but it's way less <laughs> annoying and it's way cheesier. But it's also, it also knows more of what it is. It's taking itself way less seriously. And nobody sings reproduction at karaoke. And I love that about it. <laughs> Is reproduction a song from Greece too? Yeah. Or is yeah. it like the song from Greece too? There's a lot of the songs from Greece too because they're all fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, you know, Greece. That's why people aren't karaoke in those. Greece too might be a shit list contender. 
and yet it's your preferred movie. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Why am I not surprised? It's just, it's so bad. And it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it. She's better than Olivia Newton-John in every way, so. You know, I will say, um, Michelle Pfeiffer, she didn't really, she's cute, but she didn't really get hot until she got into, like, her 30s. She was cute in Greece too. I've seen pictures yeah. and, you know, little video clips, but, like, she's not Michelle Pfeiffer hot. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, I thought she was hot back then, but. She right. also, <laughs> you know, like, nowadays, she looks like a kid to me, so it's a little weird. It's like. Oh, in, in, the, in like, in movies like that? Well, back, those. Back in the day anything anything from like before 1980 yeah <laughs> it's weird oh yeah Grease 2 came out in 1982 holy shit oh okay alright well that's a little later than I thought I was thinking like 79 uh, the first Grease I believe came out in 78 so this Grease 2 came out four years later oh I don't know why I thought it came out earlier than that I was thinking 76 oh yeah I don't I... know where I got that number from oh well and then the dude from from Grease 2 is in a Wow, apparently he's still alive and still acting in stuff that's not really good. Of course he's in CIS, NCIS, whatever. How many yeah, fucking... if it, it, it's, either, it's either CSI, NCIS, Law and & Order. I don't know, is there another one? I think those are the big three. I always say Law & Order, and Rachel's like, he, they're not in Law & Order, but I'm like, they're in NCIS, it's the same goddamn thing. And she's like, no, it's not! <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really sound like that. That's just my making fun of her voice. <laughs> Which I'll bet she loves. Oh, she fucking hates it, and she wants to slap me every time. <laughs> I don't blame her. I fucking deserve it. I feel like this episode is going to be a lot like this movie. <laughs> I'm going to laugh a lot, and everybody's just going to give me weird looks. Yeah. We're, we're, did you watch it with your the kids? The going to be like, what the hell is... <laughs> did you watch it with your kids, and they were like, well, what the hell is so fucking funny? No, but I'm definitely going to watch it with them, okay. and they're 100% going to be like, what is wrong with you? Well, the funny thing is, I think my kids would like it a little, and they're also younger and more susceptible to just goofy shit so yeah they'd still enjoy the slapstick I, my youngest is 15 so he's uh he's a little too cool for that shit. oh yeah yeah he's he's gonna be a cynical shithead for the next few years yeah yeah he was my he was my movie buddy too so it's it's kind of kind of a little a little bittersweet like he's getting a little older now so i can watch slightly more mature stuff with him i'm comfortable you know letting him watch some stuff i probably wouldn't have a couple of years ago but he's also you know just a little too cool for some of my stuff and now he's just like let's just watch casablanca and kurosawa movies basically anything <laughs> in the criterion collection no that's, father sir that's that's my oldest well yeah <laughs> That's my 22 year old. <laughs> uh, we all have our we all have our times when we do that shit. Yeah, I don't know. 100%. I I was going through it at his age too. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not, I I'm am, not judging the I'm, 15 year old. I did I'm not it. judging the 22 year old. Uh, I will. That's fine. Even though I did the exact same fucking thing, but now I get to <laughs> I get to look back on on them and be like, "Ha, you're doing the same thing, so I'm going to make fun of you now." Speaking of making fun of things, Surf 2. Uh, yeah, so Eugene is the bad guy and he is Sparkle down there with him right now, by the way. Yeah, I think Sparkle is yeah. down there with him and he, yeah, because they she just got she just took the those two surfers down Beaker and and Jocko. It's Becker, Becker and Jocko. Sorry, I can only yeah. remember Jocko's name because because of Devo. We get a little a little exposition, but I think we've already given it to you. There's something something happened, and because of surfers, and it's hinted at that she hasn't always been hot, and then he shoves her head in a box and says, "This will make you this will keep you pretty for a little longer." Yeah, she used to be the big nerd in school, and I mean honestly, they they show photographs and she's like that's what i looked like before still. menlo helped me and i'm like it's you with glasses on and yeah a, uh you're still super a slightly hot, less so. cool hairdo you're still <laughs> you're still
still good looking. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Very <laughs> weird. Very weird. Then we get that All weird. All the nerdy girls at my school should have should have been so lucky as to be as unattractive as you. No shit, man. Uh, then we get that weird mirror shot with the two houses. Since the surfing, the quote unquote surfing beach is closed, the kids have to go to the public beach to practice for the surf competition that's being held by Buzz Cola, who, by the way, the two dads of those kids are the owners and creators or whatever of Buzz Cola. And they're also Chuck and Bob's dads. Yes. They're also uh, bottling the Buzz Cola at a oil refinery. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And and it is universally recognized as undrinkably bad. Like most soda, you know, technically is because it's basically just sugar and acidic water. So, yeah. But for kids who love that, this is considered undrinkably bad. Right. Right. Uh, So they go and they pick up uh, they pick up big head and his little brother but not before like they get to big head's house and his mom's outside like sweeping and she's like don't forget to take out the trash his name is johnny by the way johnny don't forget to take out the trash and he just grabs the garbage bag or the garbage can and just throws it into the pile of garbage that's just sitting in the front yard <laughs> yep big head's poor mom uh she seems so nice <laughs> she does and the shit she has to go through with those boys i tell you yeah it's pretty rough. later on in the movie they they take a chainsaw to the <laughs> to the family sedan which is a classic by the way it's like a not 50s. anymore <laughs> it's like a big old 50s boat it's gorgeous and it's got like a, a a crisp new paint job on it and everything and then they're like we're gonna turn it into a convertible yeah we're taking the convertible and she's like what convertible speaking of of bob and chuck doesn't bob and chuck sound like in a metaphilia video i don't know what that means that's a big word metaphilia is uh being sexually aroused by vomiting yeah if you're into that sort of thing i guess that's fine but yeah i guess bob and chuck shouldn't it be like bob and up chuck no because you, you know you're like bob like and then hit the gag reef like that's hot i'm down i have a boner right now <laughs> You know what? You know what? Immediately makes my boner go away, though. The Beach Boys. <laughs> Not because their music is bad, but because Mike Love is a douchebag and he can fuck right off. I don't know who that is. That's one of the one of the one of the guys in the Beach Boys, and he's he calls himself a ladies' man, and it's super creepy, and he's really he's really Trumpy and weird, and I don't. It it's, it bothers me. Isn't he like eighty years old now? Yeah. Ew. Fuck that old fuck. <laughs> Ew. I don't know if he still says that kind of shit, but again, a Todd in the Shadows video on a uh, train. It's Train Records, and it, their '90s album is what is the topic of that video. I can't remember what the fuck it called but he was super creepy in it and i didn't like it i guess they were probably only in their 50s back then (laughs) yeah it was kind of okay and uh, that which which (laughs) got me to thinking in the 80s were the beach boys like i think the were the beach boys their star had kind of dulled down a little bit so maybe their music was a little cheaper maybe i don't know i don't know i mean i guess the 90s you know hips hipsterdom hasn't hit yet so i don't know i'm not sure yeah like they hadn't shown up on fucking full house yet i mean at this point weren't all of the beatles still making still living and making music it's 1983 when they're making this movie yeah maybe uh when did john lennon die fuck i don't even remember maybe, maybe it was before that i don't know i don't know and now we're talking about john lennon fuck john lennon too that guy's a fucking douche <laughs> fuck all those guys you know what else we could fuck surf too. <laughs> the legend of Surfy's gold after they get the other those two dudes they fucking go to the girl's house their girlfriend's house to pick them up and they're apparently you know the girls are sisters which sure makes sense and their parents are <laughs> acting weird i guess because they're the they're the exact same age 
Yeah, and they look nothing alike. Maybe they're both adopted. Who knows? Uh, maybe, yeah. That maybe could be. maybe their parents uh, met later in life. Oh, speaking of their parents, their dad has shown up on this show before. But <laughs> yeah. again, not every listener is going to know that because he was in Friday the 13th, Heart 7. Part boring uh, bullshit. <laughs> the new blood. Patreon.com slash Sharks Cross Hollywood, everybody. But yeah, no, I noticed that he he showed up. I'm like, God, why does that fucker look so familiar? I was watching. I watched it twice and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And sure enough, he's that <laughs> asshole doctor from Friday the 13th, part seven. Dr. Cruz. Dr. Dickhead. Right. Oh, yeah. Cruz. Yep. I keep thinking he has a Latino last name, but it turns out, uh, no, it's C-R-E-W-S. And W-E-S, like Terry Cruz. And in the movie, his last name is O'Finley, right? In this movie, yes. So he was also Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's. Oh yeah, we did talk about that too. Um, I got a question. What's with the beans in the Mexican getup? I don't know, but that man sure loves his beans. Boy, I th- I think the I think the Serape thing is just like he's a hippie, you know. I mean, they're obviously both hippies. The the O'Finley parents. Yeah. So I think that was just like a throwback to the hippie thing. Like they're hippies who haven't turned yuppie yet because <laughs> yeah that happens to most of them huh yeah in a couple of years he is literally going to probably become uh bernie lomax so <laughs> uh so needless to say here needless to say hey that's your thing so the, the their brother jocko hadn't come home yet so that's why the parents are acting weird but we just met them really so we don't know if they're acting weird for them or just weird in general i don't know but the girls are like hey maybe we should stay home and the boys are like yeah cool it's gonna suck anyways bye and then they just speed off <laughs> Just these two are terrible boyfriends. They really are <laughs> they really like suck. embarrassingly bad boyfriends. We're dwelling on a lot of details, uh, but it, it's all the funny stuff because the plot doesn't matter. Yeah, really. it's kind of incidental, honestly. Like, like this, this movie's is more a, of a party movie than yeah, anything. This I movie's think. about the gags and the dumb shit they do. Although, again, the gross out scenes are just a little too much for me. Do they amp that up at all in the director's cut? No, I don't think so. I think it, I think all that stuff is there. I have no doubt that it's there. Yeah, I didn't figure they were going to do away with it or anything thing but i was wondering if maybe they uh the opening credits are a lot longer it's like a big surf movie oh really yeah huh which brings me back to this time I went to a film festival with that movie that I worked on in Montana and this dude brought in a surf movie and you could do a Q&A afterwards and this old guy was like being a real dick about it because it was it was really long it was just like people surfing and it was like a half hour I'm so like, it was just surf footage yeah I'm like dude yeah dude you need to you you, you could you could stand to cut cut 10 15 minutes out of this fucking thing but then this old guy's like hey <laughs> it's too long it's too long you should fucking cut it down don't fuck. I'm like Jesus guy go home <laughs> why wasn't this a youtube video no shit right that was a thing so <laughs> old people don't like surfing that's so funny because they're the ones who you know invented surfing like, popularized it <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna say they invented it because let's face it crusty old white guys did not invent surfing it's hawaiians invented surfing but no kelly slater guys... invented surfing who kelly slater is this a saved by the bell reference no god damn it kelly slater was like the most famous surfer who ever lived i think <laughs> no i don't From... know i just i hear slater and just my brain not ac slater bell. i don't know kelly slater was a was a huge deal in surfing in like the 80s and 90s he didn't actually invent what about frankie avalon fuck frankie avalon I, I assume he's also a surfer you don't, don't even know. know who i'm talking about <laughs> no i have no fucking i know the name it's another one of those where i know the name he was annette funicello's boyfriend and later husband in all those surf movies from oh the 60s there's oh all those disney surf movies oh 60s surf movies Ooh, that's fucking even worse gross <laughs> you know with the giant boards Ooh. Nope. You said 60s surf movies and I was immediately out. I'm I'm just uh <laughs> <laughs> nope. Ugh, no, thank you. Because you know, you know how I, I feel about know. '60s movies. Eek. Well, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and I hate I 
hate fucking surf rock. Oh my god. Okay, I, you're you're wrong. I you're hate wrong. it so much. I've tried. I tried so hard. After I auditioned for that punk band, he said, "Hey, dude. Well, we don't want you, but this fucking guy is trying to start a surf rock band." And I'm like, "All right. Well, I'll listen to some and see if I like it." I hated every fucking second of it. I listened to like ten Sorry. different songs by ten different bands, and they were all bad. Like who? Who'd you listen to? I listened to some older stuff. I don't remember. I listen. I, I googled surf rock, and I'm just like, "All right. I'll look at this band and then this band." And obviously, I don't like the Beach Boys because fuck the Beach Boys. And you know, Dick Dale. That's it's just it's just stuff I I just don't love. No Dick Dale? Wow. Nope. One kid tried to convince me that he's like, you don't like black metal, dude? It's like surf rock, but metal. I'm like, well, I don't like surf rock either. He's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's not weird to not like that weird shit. You know that, right? It's not weird that I don't like everything that you like with your porno grind and all your weird metal shit. <laughs> I'm the fucking well, weird one. Agree to disagree. Oh my goodness. No, you're allowed to like Surf Rock. I just do not lie. Couldn't do it. I just can't get into it. I looked up some older bands and some more it's, modern ones that are trying some stuff with it, and it's just not. Nah. Every once in a while, I'm amazed that we connect in as many ways as we do, and every once in a while, I'm like, oh yeah, we're still pretty different. Oh yeah. Yeah, as long as we don't talk about music. <laughs> yeah. We do not seem to see eye to eye on music at all. Or w- leaving your socks on while you're fucking. That's weird. That's hot. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's get to Big Head moving the camp. It means nothing. (laughs) This is another classic 60s surf movie gags. I mean, this is like straight out of the slapstick handbook. Uh, Yeah, so they want to park in this fucking spot. And uh, the public beach is crowded with a bunch of assholes. And that's kind of their issue with the public beach. So they have have Big Kid get out and he... (laughs) He pushes this fucking camper and off screen you hear and a big a bunch of noise and then parts of it fly off and on just on screen and shit in the director's <laughs> cut you hear a bunch of people screaming and that made me laugh but that's <laughs> that but would have been so much better <laughs> but it's cut out of the fucking theatrical cut and that bummed me out because that, that was funny that that made that whole thing funny <laughs> Yeah, I agree. That makes it so much better. It's it's a dumb joke, but you put people screaming in it, suddenly it's way funnier. Yeah, which says all kinds of weird things about me. Yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely a little too jaded, I think. Yeah. All but, right. Hey, we are what we are. That's, that's unfortunate. I know. All right, so we get more gratuity also. Eugene shows up at the at like the surfboard rental stand or whatever. Menlo. His name Menlo. is Menlo. It's fucking, it's fucking Eugene. I've grown up with him my whole life thinking of him as Eugene not thinking of him at all until the other day but he's like he's like hey guys do you want to you want to drink some buzz cola this is the cool this is what all the cool kids drink and the kids are like no fuck that noise that stuff's gross that'll kill you we don't want to drink that stuff also can we rent a surfboard he's like no we are out of surfboards yeah I cannot get my voice as high as his so that's the best <laughs> no, I got you can't the boys get distracted by some hot chicks and they just kind of go away now I'm <laughs> no no they don't just get distracted by him they walk up to him or like so are you available for dating like their girlfriends are staying home for one day and they're just like all right let's just immediately find some other chicks but they don't see <laughs> they don't seem terribly interested by the time they're in that fucking shed that sh- that surf shack or whatever it is together all four of them yeah the girls are totally trying to fuck them <laughs> and they just could not be less interested they're, they're just throwing surf stories back and forth the girls even take their tops off and they're just like hey you're naked you're naked and okay let's talk surf that was funny that was also funny that was a good eric Stoll moment i wonder if he i wonder if that was improv because he just looks at him and goes <laughs> you're naked oh no 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 what he said he he 
says, you two are nude. Oh, yeah, nude. That's right. <laughs> and he really he really stretches out that word, nude. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But the girls are, like, apparently willing to go to the beach now for some reason because they're like, why do you think the boys took off so fast? I'm like, they said it. The beach was going to be fucking lame, and they didn't care if you came or not. Now they're suspicious, and as it turns out, they have every reason to be suspicious. Well, some reasons to be suspicious. Sort of. Because like yeah. you said, they didn't really do anything they just kind of wanted to hang out with these girls apparently yeah uh that's that's fine i don't know but the girls wanted to do something yeah exactly and you know what's really fucked up their girlfriends call the cops on them like they they rough themselves (laughs) up slightly when they get to the beach and they see that the guys are in the shed with the girls they call the cops because oh i think it's the guys who killed those two surfers and shit yeah pretty fucking cold-blooded that holy shit and then a shitload of cops show up like it's not just a couple it's not just chief boy rd and his underwear guy inspector underwear yes so a shitload of cops show up right and apparently they've never done this before underwear has like a, a book of cop phrases or something or like steps to follow in this situation and chief Boyardee, i think it's procedure hand oh, it's okay. a procedure handbook or something like that and chief boy rd can't get it right i might have to just put that little bit in here because it's really funny because <laughs> It's really <laughs> stupid, but it's straight out of the Mel Books playbook. It really is. Surfer boys. That's your story, all right? Real bitch it is. Hey, you guys are nude. Very impressive. <laughs> anyway, I'm that point concession. Point two. Okay, here we go. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, we know you're in there. So home on out. No, 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 Chief. No, no, no. What? No, no. no. The light, no get the light no. up. Come. Come on out. Come no, on out. Okay, I got it. So come on out with your fan. Is that fans? No, it's hands. It's hands. Right. Okay. So come on out with your hands up, or we're coming in after you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me the light. Oh, yeah. You got one second. Time's up. What is that? Uh, fire. Fire. Yeah, I noticed a lot of like Mel Brooks e similarities in in this movie. These guys were definitely trying hard to capture the glory of Blazing Saddles. I mean, they even cast Cleavon Little for a cameo. So, but some of it was really funny, and it's and it made me laugh. Some of it was. I don't some feel good about great. it, but it made me laugh. You but, don't respect yourself. No, but. not at all. But either way, they get to the point where he's like, "Come out with your hands up." What's that last thing say? "Come out with your hands up." Fire. No, he says, "You have one second. Oh, yeah, Time's right. up. Fire." like you're supposed to wait <laughs> and then they start they just open fire on this fucking shit and then they throw a bomb in there like a smoke it a looks grenade. like a, yeah a, a grenade. grenade and they're like it's a bomb it's smoke it's a bong they said it's smoking dude it's smoking and then it blows up and they're all fine yeah because apparently we live in a you know looney tunes universe where <laughs> you can't really get hurt by anything yeah it's 
pretty ridiculous. And I, I enjoyed that scene quite a bit. Jocko comes home. He drinks the motor oil. We already talked about that shit. Yeah, that was really gross. That was basically when they were trying to figure out what was wrong with Jocko. Yeah. And yeah, then that, that just, yeah, I barfed a little in the back of my mouth. Sparkle used to be nerdy. We talked about that, but she looked hot in her nerd picture. So let's go to school and let's talk about the frog races for a second because this is this scene's pretty funny too. <laughs> Okay. Like Let's the guys, the guys are in like a roundabout half-ass way trying to apologize to the girls. I think are trying to get them to like them again. However, that's going. Yeah, I can't even remember what they were saying, but it was some bullshit. Like, and the girls weren't having it, and it's kind of like, oh yeah, I can understand. Yes. At the same time, you did almost have them assassinated by the cops, so. Is it maybe square at this point? Yeah, maybe a little bit, right? So they do these frog races and they're taking bets on which frog which frog will like not fall off of the edge or something. I'm not entirely sure what the point of this thing is because only one frog. They don't goes really at the same explain time. it. It's just frog races. It exists. Uh so Becker walks up to the He's a punk, by the way. He he came back and he's now like a punk zombie, just like Jocko and the motor oil guy and all that shit. So Yeah. But somehow they still make it to school and it's normal. So they're yes. there and he grabs the frog out of there and he fucking bites its head off. And then he starts drinking acid out of a little, out of a beaker. <laughs> and then Beaker, it's Beaker. Beaker's the teacher, right? Beaker says, drop yeah. that Beaker, Becker. And then the principal shows up and says, drop that Becker, Beaker. And we cut back and we see that Beaker, the teacher, is holding Becker upside down and trying to shake the acid out of him that he <laughs> swallowed. And then we go to the morgue because that scene's over and that's all it is. Well, he's he does make a joke about oh just lesson one or lesson number 11 or whatever just try to remember to bring an extra pair of shoes or some shit because yeah because becker shoes. spills acid all over his shoes and oh guess what guys that's a recurring joke by the way yes it comes back around again but at this point principal daddy-o takes <laughs> chuck and bob down to the morgue to identify a body yes uh and <laughs> they get there and the principal like they <laughs> they lift up the thing because it's like oh this is like one or several surfers some line <laughs> like that and yeah the, the implication is that all they've got are parts that they're having trouble identifying and Prince, principal daddy-o is over there just kind of like horrifiedly staring under the blanket while everybody else is like oh that's a knee no that's not a knee that's a nose no this is a nose that's an earlobe that's a knee <laughs> and then he's like principal's over there going like knee nose knee <laughs> i didn't know who was talking the first time i watched then, it i'm like wait what the fuck who what is happening where's that <laughs> yeah, voice coming just, from he just passes out i enjoyed that part uh then we get another weird mirror shot and then they start cutting back and forth uh, i don't remember really remember what the conversation is i think that's where they say like you should stop letting letting eugene the fuck's his name Men menlo schwarzer menlo stop uh, using menlo's secret recipe yeah stop, the, yeah, stop yeah. it the, the wives are telling the husbands to to cut the shit with buzz cola because it's it tastes like hell and nobody wants to drink it can you relate though that's the catch for that that's their catchphrase <laughs> that's right that's right that's their catchphrase they only say it like two times though uh one of them that the dude with the mustache says it like a bunch of fucking times he says it every time he's oh really done talking yeah oh I, I, in fairness, I tuned out a lot of the dialogue because a lot of the dialogue is not terribly memorable in this movie. No, I don't know how the fuck I'm remembering most of it. But now the boys end up back at the girl's house. I call the two our two main characters, Bob and Chuck, right? They're yep. back. They're back at the girl's house because the girls want them to talk to Jocko and get him to chill the fuck out because he's kind of losing his mind and all that shit. And I can't even remember what happens. <laughs> 
they go into Jocko's room and Jocko is having a full on early 80s hardcore punk fan mosh fest alone in his room and they go in there and are talking to him and honestly I couldn't understand a single word that was being said because between the music and the bad dialogue and all the sound <laughs> effects of them throwing themselves around the room I just couldn't make anything out so I don't know what they said they were saying something and then they were just like ah oh, fuck it let's get out of here and then Jocko smashes his head through the wall and crawls out through the hole when they try and lock him in his room. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric Stoltz is probably saying, so I got this script in the mail about like the future going back to the future. <laughs> and I almost, and I almost fucked my mom. Uh, I think I'm going to do it. And then, Oh, but cut to the future. Oh fuck. They replaced me. Shit. Now we know what the dialogue is. You must've had the subtitles on, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, that, exactly. There are no fucking subtitles by the way. <laughs> Vinegar Syndrome can lick my balls with all that nonsense. They don't put their they don't fucking subtitles on anything. Fuck. On nothing? Really? No. The rad Blu-ray didn't have any. This fucking didn't have any. I think that those are the only two that I've watched so far. But that's two. That's two whole movies with no subtitles. How many Vinegar Syndrome Blu-rays do you have? Like six now? Or something like that? So I know you have um, you have this, you have rad, you have the, the suckling. I remember that. Hell, hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, fade to Black. Oh, and Hell. Oh, and Hellmaster. I thought you got Demon Wind. Oh, and I got Demon Wind. Yes. Thank you for oh, reminding me. Oh, did you get them both? I totally forgot. Yeah. Hellmaster and Demon Wind. I'm cool. Okay, so you got seven. I have seven? Oh, I can't count. Fuck me. I think I have over ten now. Oh. I went a little bit crazy on this last sale. Speaking of movies, cut into the movie theater. So they're having like this big surf festival kind of thing which will eventually lead up to a surf contest and the first night is surf movies at the movie theater i guess is what's happening oh yeah it just says surf movie surf movies and (laughs) also their teacher beaker is fucking cool man he skateboards down the aisle of this movie theater like who has a fucking teacher that could do that I didn't. <laughs> Yet they still make fun did of him. I, I'm like, what? Come on. Did I tell you about my son's teacher who who does bike tricks because he, oh, yes. he was a huge fan of rad? Yeah, you told me about that. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so that that's is, close. That's like cool and fucking dorky as shit at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, then this guy's and then cool. Speaker's like moon doggy. Yeah, he's kind of a dork, but he's also cool. He skateboarded and he was really doing it. That actor was doing it. I saw his face. Yeah, I swear yeah. it was him. Yeah. Yeah, this was back before they could CGI that shit. Yeah, uh, and then they sh- I say long ass surf movie. Oh, but yeah, because they just kind of show the fucking surf movie. But then, and it's literally just footage of people surfing. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. It wasn't until like the late eighties, early nineties that those surf movies got really cool because they started sh- they started using punk rock music with them, and that's uh, you know what the first yeah. surf movie, quote unquote, I ever saw was it was the uh, the VHS that came along with the VCR <laughs> game California Games. Oh. Wait, California Games had a VCR game? Yes, there was a VCR game of California Games. And it was just, it was just, you know, like extreme sports trivia mixed with video of people doing stunts on bikes, on surfboards, on (laughs) skateboards. Like, that's it. That's all it was. Hacky Sack? Did they have Hacky Sack in it? Yes, I'm pretty sure there was some Hacky (laughs) Sack. Wait, that was Summer Game. I don't remember. It was California Games is a fucking Nintendo game, too. So that's pretty, that's pretty funny. I did not know that. I I kind (laughs) of love it. That was my first surf movie. Oh, that's awesome. I've never watched. Well, obviously, I, I watched that surf movie at that fucking film festival like 10 years ago. Well, I, actually, now that I think about it, maybe Back to the Beach was my first surf movie, technically. They talk about surfing. Have you ever seen Back to the Beach? No, but I've seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Summer School, and there's surfers in those movies. Oh, God, Summer School. I haven't seen that one since 
was in the 90s. Oh, and Johnny Tsunami from uh, a, the Disney Channel original movie. Never saw it. It's got the guy who plays Shang Tsung in it, and he plays like a fun and a fun grandpa, and it's awesome. Shang Tsung. Which one was Shang Tsung? What the fuck? Which one was Shang Tsung? Get fucked. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like, it's not coming to me. I, I don't know his name. No, no. Which character was oh, Shang Tsung? Which character? What the fuck? He's the bad yes. guy. No, the, the, I know. I know I'm an idiot for asking this question. I know. I know that that name is something I should immediately have recall for. I know that much. I'm just drawing a total blank right now. Um, He's the main bad guy. You know, the other Japanese guy. In, well, in Mortal Kombat. Duh. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. The fuck, yeah, man? I couldn't. <laughs> I know. I know. Believe me. I know. Nobody's more frustrated with this than me, I assure you. He was also in a movie called Sky Sharks, apparently, which is going to be the worst fucking thing ever, but it sounds amazing. Sounds like uh, what we're going to have to start. We're going to have to do that one after we run out of Sharknados. What in the holy love of fuck is this? Oh my god. Okay. Uh, what did you find? Um, I'm just looking at the, the stills for Sky Sharks. I don't think it's an actual shark movie. I, oh, no, there's a shark, but there's also Nazi zombies, I think. <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyways, that's going on the watch list. All right. Oh, and Tony Todd's in it. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm there, dude. Oh, yeah. Tony Todd. Love Tony Todd. Tony Todd and Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. That's the guy who played Shang Tsung. I do not. It, oh, okay. All right. He's going to say, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's a, you know him when you see him guy. Okay. I'll take your word for it. 100%. He's that. He's he's one of those guys. They're my favorite guys because they. Anyways. Okay. Where were we at? Anyway, Surf so, 2, the sequel. So Eugene shows up. Menlo. I know. With Sparkle, but she's all glammed out and looking like fucking David Bowie. No, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Or like, Zool, it, whichever. More Ziggy Stardust than Zool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Actually, no. Aladdin Sane. Oh, is that another Bowie character? It's the one with the lightning bolt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And really quick, uh, was Eric's girlfriend, Eric Stoltz, was his girlfriend trying to feel his tits when they fucking movie theater because like there's a <laughs> part, there's a part where like she has her arm around him and she like reaches down like by his nipples and then Eric Stoltz has to like brush her hand away really fast <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it it was in both cuts so it I missed that uh I don't know how I did but that's great I love it yeah I don't know what the fuck that was for but it was it, it was funny so it's okay Sparkle is trying they her and Menlo end up sitting right behind those our main characters and she tries real hard to warn the boys that the surf contest is gonna something bad's gonna happen I don't know if real hard is the right way to put it she well. tries half-assedly as far as i can tell <laughs> yeah. she like leans forward i have to warn you and then menlo is just like what what <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got nothing, a great nothing. fucking voice too oh my god <laughs> it's so bad it's so fucking annoying like <laughs> you and i we can't even do it justice like he's on another level uh, and that's it's what that's what he impressive. sounds like it's kind of insane oh my god i wonder if he has like a really deep voice in real life that'd be really funny <laughs> it turns out he sounds nothing like that that'd you be great tell. <laughs> uh, but the zombie punks eat the film so the the movie's over i guess and menlo looks so fucking happy when that happens everybody gets up and just walks out and he's just sitting there with his giant fucking grin on his face. Oh, when, and then he kicks his boots up and Yep. By the way, when he gets there, when 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 him and Sparkle walk through the door, she's like, does she say something like, I look ridiculous or some shit? And he's like, It's fine. It's my disguise. Nobody will recognize me. And then everybody turns around, hey, it's Menlo, fucking nerd. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Uh, what he says is first he she says she says I feel ridiculous, and he says it's okay. Nobody will even recognize us. No one's ever gonna make fun of me again. And then everybody's like, "Who's that hottie with that door?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, that was some, that's some funny stuff, and they make him. And then they so, th- throw the somebody throws out a flaming bag of shit in front of him. <laughs> which which who was just holding on to a bag of shit in that movie theater? Somebody who, came who was waiting with a bag of shit. Somebody who was waiting for a nerd to show up, and he he showed up after the movie started to roll. Like were they just like, well, I guess we're just gonna hang on to this bag of shit for the rest of the movie. I mean, no no nerds showed up for us to throw it at. <laughs> Bullies always have to be prepared, dude. First rule of bully yeah. school: um, bully scouts. Yes. Oh, bully scouts. Yep. There we go. Uh, so let's cut to <laughs> after all the, after the movie bullshit happens. Menlo and Sparkle are having a quote unquote nice dinner, and you'd. <laughs> you think it's just like oh this is just their low budget version of of a fancy restaurant then it it like pulls out or cuts to a wide shot and it's just them in the fucking bunker or whatever getting served by their weird punk zombie guys yeah who are just fucking up everything that they're doing yes but there's another cool song playing some thomas dolby she blinded me with science oh yeah that's right that was the that was the i think that was the third big hit of the movie yeah that's kind of nuts there's two beach boy songs in this movie too yep yep the the first one was uh mexican radio the second one was um surfing usa and then blinded me with science and then i get around oh yeah that, that, that was the one yeah that's fucking nuts like like i said somebody wanted this to be a big deal but it didn't quite work out yeah yeah i like it feels like the music budget was bigger than the budget for the rest of the movie <laughs> now the boys reminisce about the good old days i don't even remember what the fuck they were talking about but it doesn't matter neither do i there's the convertible scene where fathead and his brother make the convertible out of that cool pink cadillac thing which oh man like the old man in me was just heartbroken by that i was just like oh that's a fucking sweet ride like i'm not a car guy but even i was wowed by that thing and then they just destroyed it and then later like they weren't content to just cut the top off later (laughs) when they pull up to chuck and bob's place big head rips the trunk off so that they they can throw their shit in the back these motherfuckers okay do you notice what uh the dad O'Finley was doing to his surf shop by the way i didn't notice this but they're, they're yeah, missing he wrote surfboards yeah <laughs> and he was painting a little f <laughs> so that, that's just a dumb detail but this is the scene where all three sets of parents are arguing well two of the sets of parents are arguing with the one set of parents over beans versus cola okay so he's like this is where the beans come in and i'm like what the hell hell are you guys fucking talking about mr o'finley loves his fucking beans and they need to be warm but then he's and you know the cola can wait the beans need to be warm but then the dad one of the dads is like but then the cola will be warm who ever heard of warm cola on the beach can you relate i don't know if he says can you relate there but he should no i think he he actually does yeah (laughs) i think you're right on that one god damn it uh so yeah that's a big dumb argument it doesn't make any sense yeah it's really weird and basically big head pulls up and is just like fuck these guys let's go to the beach and they all all the kids do they're just like yeah you know what you're right big head let's let's go and then they just leave the parents there arguing (laughs) yes um and then they get to the beach and uh the blonde lady who we know from star kid and stuff she's there and the chief (laughs) walks up to her and says hey i have a question there's spaghettios in there (laughs) 
I get that. What is he even? I get the joke. Talking about. I get it. I get it. He's Chief Boy R D, and Spaghettios are made by Franco American. Oh my god! I just wow. fucking got it. Wow! I did not make that connection at all. Oh man! And I he was like, I really like Spaghettios. Oh I shit! Get that at all? I got it just now. That just popped into my head. I wrote down a line, kids. If I need any, sh- <laughs> if I need any shit out of you, I'll squeeze your heads. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why that was so funny. I don't even that remember. That was a what pretty f- good one. Yeah, I don't remember what the fuck figured, they were even talking about. I figured you were going to mention that one. <laughs> I didn't write it down specifically because I knew Andrew's going to mention that. I'm going to say that to the girls now. If I need <laughs> shit out of you, I'll squeeze your head. And the way he said it was such a smug little <laughs> smirk on his face. Like, he was proud of that, too. Don't fucking remember what they were doing. Anyways, we'll move on. The... I'm pretty sure this is the sequence where the girls get kidnapped. Oh yeah, it is. Um, this is the this is the beach party, and Eric Stoltz mentions something about oh, all we have to look forward to is some retarded beach party with our parents. Well, he said that earlier, but yeah, yeah he said that at the movie theater, <laughs> yeah, which which kind of made me laugh because as as inappropriate as that word may be, it still makes me laugh. I'm sorry. Then don't we get like just a lot of parents dancing and yeah. it just looks really fucking creepy because they all look like they're coked out of their minds yes uh especially the two dads the two buzz cola dads they are aggressively dancing <laughs> like they are dancing with determination and purpose they're clearly not enjoying themselves they're dancing as if someone is going to die if they don't get this dance finished <laughs> yes um and the punk zombies had shown up earlier and dick dale by the way shows up in the movie if you watch the director's cut yeah uh, again, haven't watched the director's cut yet, so I am definitely going to have to check that out. Maybe, maybe I'll watch it with Storm this weekend. I don't know. And I honestly recommend it. If you liked this at all, it'll be more fun to watch that one because you get Dick Dale and the Untouchables. I did like it, uh, so I'm very much looking forward to it. And the zombies fucking play play some punk music too, and it gets really oh, stupid. It still blows my mind that ska was a thing in '83. I didn't like, really realize that either. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, we get to your favorite scene where Big Head and Jocko have that eating. Con- contest a bow bow oh 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 fuck no i don't even want to think about that skip skipping that (laughs) well they they eat okay <laughs> i don't want to quite skip it because this is the worst one <laughs> this is by far the worst one it's really fucking gross uh, but a couple things happen the two buzz cola dads show up and they're counting their money that they made from selling all their shitty soda to all these idiots and then <laughs> then beaker and the principal show up and beaker's eating a hot dog and the principal just kind of watch and it's it's gross and then beaker eventually throws up in the garbage can but he he takes the hot dog and he like lifts up daddy o's hand and like puts it puts the hot dog in his hand and then just kind of nods and pukes in the garbage can and then daddy o eats the hot dog i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> but are you sure that's not in the director's cut because i don't remember that no it was it was it was in both yeah i remember oh, seeing okay. it in that one big head can't drink the cola by the way these kids will not drink the cola so that that's actually that's actually a big plot point because they know it's gross no. so yeah so jocko and wins it, it should be stated that at one point later on slightly in the movie we discover that the the reason it's gross is because it is basically oil refinery waste yes that's pretty much all it is uh, it's not completely that but it's mostly that then and really really quick later the some weird dude kind of takes the bottle of buzz cola because the, the boys are looking at it like what fucking gross and drinking it so this random dude just like grabs it and says thanks and then he drinks it and then he starts dancing like a weirdo and then the two da- the two dads are there dancing they're like oh this guy's really dancing and that's when the zombie punks play their music i'm wondering if he is somebody special like some kind of yeah like like maybe a punk cameo or something you know like maybe he's in some band or something like that i don't know because 
yeah, he just appears out of nowhere, does this <laughs> right. scene, and then that's the end of it. Well, and that's he, all he does. He kind of sparks the third act, the whole the whole ending bit, because he he ends up biting the chief, and then that's when all the zombies start going nuts and fucking taking everybody hostage and turning them into oh, zombies yeah, and shit. That's right. So Sparkle then rescues rescues the boys, and they're driving down the street, but somehow there's a zombie guy on their fucking windshield, just sitting there. I, th- <laughs> I think he's what? dead. No, he. Sparkle ran into him oh, as d- they were you? driving away. Yeah, and he rolled up onto the hood, and rather than play it off in the next scene, they actually kept him there on the hood, pressed up against <laughs> the windshield, apparently dead. Well, that's good, because they take him to the teacher, Beaker, because he's a science teacher, so they know they know he can help them. But it turns out he's also into taxidermy, so he has this table full of stuff that's just ready, <laughs> ready to cut open a dead body with it. It's a large table. It's human size. Well, the table itself, and I was I was talking about the little tiny table that he had all of his gadgets on. Oh yeah, no, yeah. When he when he rips away the tablecloth, <laughs> it is a full on yeah. surgery table, <laughs> and you're going, "What the fuck is this creep up to in his spare time?" Obviously taxidermy, but that is not for doing animals. <laughs> um, so they're like, "This guy's dead. I promise you, he's dead." He's like, "Okay, well, I mean, I hope so." Sparkle's standing next to him. He grabs uh, Beaker, grabs this big knife, and she's like, "No!" And he's like, "You're right." Then he grabs the fucking saw, <laughs> and he cuts into this guy, and the dude like screams. And then Beaker's like, "I thought you said he was dead." <laughs> and they're like, "We thought he was." And he's like, "Well, I guess he is now, or whatever he says there." And then just finishes cutting him open. Yeah, and then later he's still not dead. No, After he's he not. Cuts him open they cut him open and it's basically like opening up a shark just a bunch of seawater and weird shit falls out uh there's a jaws reference and yeah um, and then they and then they stitch him back up and after they stitch him back up he's sitting on the he's sitting on the the easy chair and they're like beaker's explaining what he found in the in the buzz cola and as he's explaining it the zombie reaches over and grabs the bottle of buzz cola and starts chugging it well also when they pull that animal out of out of the guy's stomach that's not a mammal oh yeah he says mammal eating mammal but it's a it, it's a stingray yeah <laughs> it's not a mammal yeah i had to write that down and bring it up because what did the filmmaker not yeah. know or are we just talking about are we just trying to make fun of the science teacher right now nope that I'm, frustrated me too i'm not and entirely sure. a science teacher so yes. it's like he didn't just screw it up a little he <laughs> fucked it up yeah. completely did you catch the joke about jimmy hoffa yes oh that's right <laughs> they, they pull underwear. his like underwear oh, out of there jay hoffa Jimmy Hoffa jokes were big in the 80s. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what a weird Deep Cuts reference, but I guess I'm talking, I'm saying that in 2021. No, yeah. Jimmy Hoffa jokes were big in the 1980s. Oh, and they pull out a Dick Dale album, which is kind of fun. Just Oh, yeah, no that's reason. right. On reel to reel. So the teacher obviously figures out that the soda's bad news because we didn't know that already. Sparkle was Florinda Budnick. We talked about that and how cute she was actually, even though she was a nerd, whatever. There's a town meeting to decide whether or not they should close down the beach or, I mean, uh, keep the beach closed for and not have the surf competition and they're they're citing because the, the soda's doing this terrible things to people and eugene is there and he replaces the bad Hiding buzz under the yeah. table very very inconspicuous and he replaces the shitty soda with real soda <laughs> and they're they, they they all drink it and even chuck is like it's good like yeah, it's soda. It's normal soda. Don't be fucking weird. The deliveries in this. Yeah, this is yeah, this is delightful. This is after all the argument and all the testimony about how bad it is and how it's toxic waste and all this shit. And then he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I'll prove it to you. And, and 
takes a drink of it and then hands it off to him. And it's a bottle that was already open, mind you. He did not open this bottle and drink it. Right. So like a yes. really simple solution to this, you know, from a science teacher would have been to have grabbed one of the still sealed bottles and crack it open and say, all right, drink this. But, but we're not working on that never occurs here. to him. I mean, this guy doesn't even know the difference between a fish and a mammal, so... <laughs> So we're having the surf contest. All right, that's that's just that's just how it's going to be. Chuck's dad, I think it's Chuck's dad, has that great line. Oh no, it's it's Bob's dad. Has that great line where he's like, "Beat them, tie them up, <laughs> lock them in their rooms, do whatever you have to, but for God's sake, don't keep children from drinking soda and surfing. It's what America was founded on." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do like the dialogue in this movie. It's fucking stupid. It makes me happy. <laughs> it makes me think that I could write something, you know? Yeah, that that's the nice thing about movies like this. It makes you feel way better about your own abilities as a writer. Yeah, just, just a little bit. So they're at the surf competition, right? And uh, Bob and Chuck go out there, and they're surfing against, by the way, a bunch of the Nazi punk guys, and their girlfriends got turned into not... Did I say Nazi punks? I did not mean yeah. that. Zombie punks. <laughs> Zombie punks. <laughs> Fuck, I'm thinking about surf Nazi. Nazis must die now. I'm getting these movies mixed you up. You know what? I made the exact same mistake. I kept thinking of them as, as Nazi punks, too. Surf Nazis had, Must Die is a trauma movie, everybody. Before we started recording, I actually took a moment. It was like, it's zombie punks, not Nazi punks. <laughs> Yes. So the zombie punks are against them in the surf competition and their two girlfriends got turned into zombie punks and there's real surfers in this movie and they're doing awesome stuff and then they do close ups on the actors and then it's this really shitty green screen and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty glorious. And while this is happening, Beaker, Sparkle, and Big Head all infiltrate the underground base. Underwater base. Uh, un- underwater base. But uh, no, uh, Big Head was already down there, wasn't he? Somehow, why was he down there? Big Head got taken down there when the girls got taken down there. Right. But they didn't. That's right. Like, like Menlo didn't realize he had captured Big Head as well, so they just took the girls in, and then, boom, Big Head pops through the through the chute that comes up from above the water and... And they just locked him in that room or something like that. That's right. Thank you. I totally forgot because I was clearly not paying attention. I, I said, I said they they infiltrate the the base and Big Head was already down there. But still, that's what I actually wrote. Just. <laughs> I'm that guy. So Chuck and Bob obviously win the surf contest. They tell everyone about uh, Menlo and their dads being involved in all the zombie soda stuff. Yeah, and the and the underwater base and shit. Like, did did Sparkle tell them about that? Because I don't remember her telling them about that. I thought she just led. She just led beaker down there i don't know but they she must have at some point but either way i guess that's the implication yeah either way they end up down there so whatever no they like they're telling everybody about it and that's when all the surf zombies turn on them and drag them out into the uh into the shining circle of uh right thank you thank you for remembering details for me because i forget this shit we're almost done everybody it'll be fine and now apparently the girls are leading the surf zombies because the girls like point at them and then all the surf zombies converge so Menlo says one of my favorite lines, and I don't know why I found this so funny, because I say I, I call sodi I call pop and soda. I call it sodi pop sometimes. And he's like, anybody care uh. for a sodi pop? And then it, it just made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. You are Menlo Schwartzer. Yes, I am. I also have tits. <laughs> Shit, I do too. Maybe I'm him as well. <laughs> so so we do get the the uh, explanation as to why he hates surfers so much. And he's like, eh, they reverse sex hormones and I have tits. Uh. I'm like, sure. And he doesn't. He doesn't. Like, he pulls up the thing and he, he, he's he got a surf uh, or a bikini top on, but he's clearly got no tits in it. 
Like they didn't even put some fake ones in there for him. Yeah, like did you did, did you run out of the budget for like bouncy balls or something to fucking put in there? Or whatever. Hey, they had to get that second Beach Boys song on the soundtrack. That is true. That is true. Maybe Thomas Dolby was holding out and he's just like, yeah, I want more money. I'm better than the fucking Beach Boys and I'm actually relevant right now, so give me money. <laughs> Was Dolby, like, you're talking about the creator of Surround Sound? Dolby? No, no, Thomas Dolby was the, the guy who did She Blinded Me with Science. Oh, because, yeah, I was like, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> who apparently went on. <laughs> I don't I don't know the name of that guy. He went on to be this fucking badass keyboardist and shit. It's real weird. No shit. Yeah, apparently he's really good at that. And he did. Oh, holy shit. There's your Weird Science connection. Oh, he did Weird Science, the song. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He did Weird Science because the, the popularity of She Blinded Me with Science they hired him to do weird science weird science science i'm Dude, pretty sure really? he did that let's see uh nope it's oingo boingo oh really yep oh they were just straight up ripping him off then i thought better of you danny elfman did danny elfman what danny oh. elfman's in oh oingo he is an oingo boingo isn't he oh shit yeah that makes sense okay never mind is oingo boingo good people also ask i'm gonna beat you like i don't know you that's what one of the dads says about his kid <laughs> about his own son yes that's so I'm fucked beat up that kid like i don't know him so big head loses his shit and he fucking breaks everything and because for no reason yeah, by the way he's just he just loses it and it's fine because he, he, he's been out he's been down there for a while i guess not before menlo puts chuck and bob's dads in the head case oh yes. thing that made sparkle beautiful uh yeah and we'll get to that in a second because yeah <laughs> so he he basically he, he he closes their heads into this big steam steampunk briefcase looking thing maybe a little blade runnery and that that apparently is what what transformed sparkle from the nerd girl into it basically it's like an automatic makeup machine because her face didn't really change at all she's just wearing makeup now yeah no she's super hot with or without it so i don't really i don't know and same thing with the dads they're super not hot but they're wearing makeup now <laughs> now they're just super hot super not hot with makeup yeah <laughs> So the base just starts kind of blowing up after Big Head fucks shit up. And they don't go, like, we don't see them make it to the surface. Everybody just no. kind of is at the surface being pulled by... Yeah, well, the base... On rafts being pulled by Big Head. Oh, right, the base, right. It, the base like, blows up yeah. and they all kind of fly into the air right. and then splash down into the water where all of these emergency life rafts that we saw deploy inside the base are now floating on the surface of the water. Thank you. I, I should have just read the next sentence in my notes because that's exactly what it says. <laughs> okay fuck i'm dumb and i just said yeah they just fly to the surface and big heads big head pulls them all to shore that's it that's it and the bad guy doesn't die nothing bad happens to him really like he gets arrested well, he, and thrown in a straight jacket yeah and then like a few weeks later he's on the beach with everybody making them lunch with fish hooks in it for some okay yeah <laughs> fish hooks i told rachel about that part she she was not happy because one of the moms takes a bite of this fish sandwich and she pulls a fish hook out of her mouth and she's like i wanted fresh i didn't want that fresh ha 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 and then the other mom has this sandwich that's just fucking plastered with mayonnaise and it's super gross looking and <laughs> and rachel hates mayonnaise it's so. a peanut butter mayonnaise sandwich ew it is isn't it yeah fucking yes yeesh. it is she even says less mayonnaise in the peanut butter mayonnaise he does like his peanut butter and jelly there's a there's a uh, in the director's cut, he makes a big, big deal out of his fucking peanut butter and jelly. You see him eating oh. it in the in the theatrical cut, but he doesn't actually talk about it. But he has like full on dialogue about his peanut <laughs> yeah. butter and jelly. It's like, I love my okay. peanut butter and jelly. Ugh. 
What's hilarious about you doing that voice <laughs> is that for the listener, it's not even close. No. It's not even close to how over the top I can't Eddie do it. Deason's voice is. That like, is hurting my yeah, head trying to do that. You're actually. not capable of hitting the levels he hits. Oh, my God. Lucky bastard. Not really. That, that, I, I Having that voice around me all day would fucking drive me nuts. I guarantee that man had a horrible high school experience with that voice, but he managed to turn it into a signature. So good for him. Lucky you. Uh, the fuck's your name? Eugene. Fuck it. Your name's Eugene. I don't care. Eddie Deason. Eddie Deason. Okay, I do care. I'm just kidding, Eddie. So the last... <laughs> I don't, though. Fuck you. <laughs> the last thing that happens, the kids are like, our dad's never made it to shore. Well, the, one of the last things that happens, you know, the dad's never made it to shore. Where are they? Oh, and then they finally start walking. They, they like they, they show up and they're just covered in makeup. No, no. They're, they're walking out of the water, but they've still got... Oh, those, they still got the heads on. Those Blade Runner suitcases on their heads. And, and so they pop those off and then they're like what what what's wrong and uh and then we do the reverse shot and they're just covered in makeup and that's literally the only difference is they're covered in makeup they're ladies those reverse sex hormones got them apparently because they also they also ended up drinking some some buzz cola by the way when they were in the underwater base yeah and they had a a much weirder reaction than anybody else did did you feel uh, that way too that weird yeah they were shaking and being all fucking odd yeah it was it was not like any of the everybody else was just kind of like you know like shuddering and jittery and stuff and <laughs> these guys like they went to a different place they made some different artistic decisions with their performance they're not over actors that are anything at all. they're not over actors they're fine now the last thing we see right before the credits though there there were these two fat guys that are not named they're on the beach for some reason they got pulled out of their car because they were so fat they couldn't get out on their own and they put on wetsuits and then they rip them and their butts are hanging out and they run away the dads end up in dresses and long wigs and stuff but they still had like their facial hair and shit yeah and these fat weirdos strange yeah these fat weirdos chase them down the beach that did not happen in the director's cut by the way oh really yeah i can't remember which shot it ends on with more dignity than that you mean yeah a little (laughs) so that's the end that's surf 2 it's a movie for sure (laughs) it's it definitely Uh, exists what are my final thoughts holy shit i don't I don't even know. Um, I didn't hate it. I actually kind of liked it, but the director's cut is definitely the way to go. There's some nice boobs in the theatrical cut, which is which is fine. Can do that. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Eric Stoltz is awesome, but he's nothing in this movie, but it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him like Nicolas Cage his way through his early movie because <laughs> he's basically he's basically Spicoli right now, only less dumb. Yes. Yeah. And I know yeah, Nicolas Cage isn't Spicoli. Slightly more intelligent version. Yeah. Uh, more likable too. Spicoli was kind of a yeah. Dickhead. That was that was Sean Penn. Yeah, uh, Spicoli was an asshole. Eric Stoltz is actually an okay, kind of nice guy. He's a, he's a little bit of an asshole. He's a little I mean, bit, yeah. He's not full blown, but he's he's a little bit of you know an asshole. I th- but I think I just like yeah. Eric Stoltz better than Sean Penn. <laughs> I can understand That's... that. Eric Eric Stoltz definitely is. Uh, I don't know. There's something more welcoming about him with Sean Penn. I'm like, you're a great actor, dude, but you scare me a little. What are your What are your My final, final thoughts, thoughts on this movie? I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's super weird and very gross at times, but yeah, I don't know, like. It's, it's a party movie. I recommend watching it with other people. You do not need to pay that close of attention. So this is a great movie to watch with friends and just talk over. If you're into legal intoxicants, this this would probably be a lot more fun with them. But, I, you know, I mean, I think it's if you're an enjoyer of bad movies, it's a lot of fun without them. I go back to what I said originally, which is um, if you, you understand these references, 
this is what it would look like if Savage Steve Holland tried to make his version of Repo Man. I think that's a perfect description for how I feel about it. And if you're a Savage Steve Holland fan like I am, you'll know that that's not a that's not a criticism. Although if you're not a Savage Steve Holland fan, <laughs> it probably is a criticism. So that's where I fall. I, I liked it. I had a good time. I'm very much looking forward to the director's cut. Uh, if you watch this movie, watch the director's cut. I know it's 20 minutes longer than the theatrical cut, but you'll you'll thank me. I promise. Fuckers. All right. I, I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. Fuckers. Exactly. <laughs> You're so angry this episode. How about some social media? Uh, you guys can follow us on everything at the Shark Pod, patreoncom Hollywood. We're doing our 2021 the 13th, uh, where we review every Friday the 13th movie. We are up through uh, Jason Takes Manhattan yes. on the uh, Patreon. Yeah, patreoncom Hollywood. It'll be a party. We'll have some fucking fun, making fun of all those dumbass fucking Friday the 13th movies and other stuff eventually. And get your T-shirt that says, "Get your T-shirt with the original Andrew." quote this is not my franchise that's a maybe because i'm lazy <laughs> but i really want to do that so that's out in the ether now so now i have to fuck <laughs> but yeah uh we'll be back in a couple weeks we don't know what the fuck we're doing yet because again this is before we've even recorded power rangers month so we've got a long few weeks of recording ahead of us for that craziness but you 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 know that because you were there listening to it prior to this uh but we'll be back in a couple weeks with something and it'll be fun and stupid and it'll be right before halloween so it'll just be fun we'll we'll be happy because halloween's my second favorite power rangers is my first favorite so yeah halloween's got to be my second favorite but until then stay jossum <laughs>